Welcome to Shenanigans. <laughs> And we are a dose of melanin empowerment that is a reminder of how bomb you are and how dope you can be, featuring edutainment about beauty, life, and health, mixed with a true depiction of how strong she can be. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to Shenanigans. Hopefully you listened to last week's episode, really the last two weeks' episodes. They were really, really good. I think those are my favorite so far. Um, you should definitely check out last week's. Uh, it was called The Black Token, right? No, it wasn't. The Token Black? The Black Token? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It, it wasn't mental it hell. Was mental hell. <laughs> mental hell. <laughs> well, see, I told y'all the last two episodes. Well, the first to last was <laughs> The Black Token. And last week's was Black Taboo. Um, Mental health. health. So you should definitely check that out. Some things we talked about last week. Um, we played a Brie game that had to do with one has to go. Uh, of course, we talked about our hot topic, mental health. Tyra uh, talked about staying sane through your single days. So she gave some good tips on that. Jen asked, are we really natural? And... Brittany gave us some some tips on if you have to go out to eat or go to a restaurant, some healthy options. And I gave you some examples of what you can do for your morning routine. So a lot of great uh, info from last week. But we are ready to jump into this week's episode and with Tyra first. Okay, so we got some iTunes comments for uh, our He Said, She Said portion. And the first one is from Charnay317, and she says, love, love, love. She gave us five stars. She said, I started listening to Shenanigans a few weeks ago, and it's everything I've been looking for as a young 20-something woman. All the topics can be applied to your life, no matter what stage you are in, I highly recommend. And then the second one, y'all. Clutch your pearls, okay, already? Sid Vicious underscore five started her comment with eye rolling emojis and said problematic dot 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 not doing anything original. So Miss Sydney, let me tell you something. I'm make this real simple. You got us fucked up. Okay, is all I'ma say because I feel like, you know, um, we still gotta listen from you anyways. So, girl, if you ain't got haters, you ain't popping. So, I'm right. listening and loves it. Thank you. Um, I mean, I really have a lot to say, but keep going. <laughs> well, here's my thing. Mm-hmm. If we are problematic, I would love to know how because Thank you. I'm, I'm I'm very open to getting feedback. Uh, notes of improvement we're all here for that we're open we're always looking to improve we make improvements week to week um, so if you want to lay it out for us how exactly we're problematic you know we can address some of that and that that really goes for any of our listeners if if you have uh, issues or you don't agree with some stuff that we may talk about we we always ask you to have that conversation with us we're on twitter 
<laughs> you have our email addresses. You have some of our personal handles. So if you don't agree, we love having those healthy conversations because that's what they are, healthy conversations, because we're not always going to agree. But to this Sid Vicious <clears throat> specifically. Mm. Yeah, back to her. So we talked about how, how much I love Google last week. And, you know, I looked up this young woman, and to me, maybe she's a troll because some other podcasts who fall under us, um, like The Thick, um, and I can't remember the other ones. It was like two other black podcasts. She gave them really, really shitty reviews, too. But, you know, you're not driving us now. She's a black woman. I'm not going to go into hmm. more specifics. But I just feel like where's your credibility to like try to shit on us? I just don't really understand. Like, do not get me wrong. We are an empowerment company and we're going to continue to empower each other. But we also want to empower ourselves. And you're not going to come on our shit talking crazy and not expect anybody to say anything. Like, especially because you didn't say anything. You didn't. You basically said we're problematic and not original. What does that really say? That's something so simple. Like, if you really had an issue... I mean, I felt like it, since you feel that way, you should have been able to elaborate on that. It was so, so, bl- so blunt and just straight to the point. It was like, okay, what is the real issue here? I feel like, like Aisha was saying, you sound like a troll. And I'm all here for the feedback, but please drop the link of who we are like because I really don't know. <laughs> right, because you're imitating? saying not original, but what do you mean? Like, what are you comparing us to? And like, if if you are a troll, I don't understand why you are so insecure that you get your kicks off of trolling other people and what they're doing but this is exactly why we do what we do to empower people who are insecure as yourself who feel like they have to put other people's down other people's she stuff like down because that's what it's like it is. because it is why would you, yeah it is who made you the podcast expert or the exactly. podcast critique you know what? right i don't want to waste any more breath on this woman because it's getting me really mad right like because i had to figure really out what i wanted to, to say our community <laughs> And she and it's a black woman coming for yeah, That's exactly. what blows my mind. Yes, exactly. That's black why I was woman. quiet for so long. Cause I was trying to figure out what the hell I wanted to say for that. Kind of in shock, like <laughs> right. Like, Jen, who, who Jen had this you? stuck face on. I mean, I just don't understand. Like we are here to. Imp- <laughs> Jen's out. Jen's, Jen's out. Jen's out. <laughs> because Jen's she can't out. understand this foolishness. My Jen's goodness. Out. And and the comment, and y'all might be wondering, well, the comment wasn't that bad. She was just saying, oh, y'all was problematic, or she don't feel like y'all are original. I get that. The, yes. the pro- the, it wasn't that bad. But my issue was, I see that you done went through and commented on a lot of other women-led podcasts and giving them real, real shitty reviews and calling people like knockoffs of the read and all this other stuff. And oh, yeah. That's like, to, to me, you have nothing else to do. <laughs> like, I don't know if you think that you're going to, like, drive our drive our listens down at iTunes or, or whatever, but I just don't feel like that's cool, especially with podcasts that are women-led. There aren't a whole lot of them. Exactly. Or, like, a whole lot of them that are consistent and constantly coming back week to week. So I feel like, if anything, we all try to support each other. We don't all have the same views and all have the same, you know, content. So that within itself makes us original. So no matter what, we're going to keep on trucking. We're going to keep getting listens and they will probably be some some from you, too. So it's all good. It's all good. So, yeah, we just wanted to share that. Tyra Tyra asked if it was cool that she shares that. Of course, because I, I want to be, be clear that 
we don't always get the the fun and fuzzy uh, feedback that that we would like, and that's okay because people are entitled to their opinions. But don't think that we won't we won't have a conversation with you. Like we're not just going to leave that out there because we know that other people will see that. Um, so we want to make sure that we respond to that too. Boop. You can catch these empowered hands. Is all I gotta say. That's that's. I it. mean, we open the feedback. We want to keep improving. We just started this what all of two months ago. Two months on a whim. On a whim, and we got two hella lifting. So I mean, started we're from still the transitioning, okay. right? Okay. We're still transitioning, and we're willing for the and open to the feedback. But ooh, she just hit me back. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't give us no feedback. Exactly. <laughs> no feedback. Yes. So, you know, if you have any more comments, if you have actual constructive criticism, if you have anything that you want us to talk about, any topics related to any portion of our podcast, please hit us up. Um, Do not be afraid to do so. We have gotten emails of like really good constructive criticism before and we responded completely positive to it. So don't be afraid uh, for that as well, because I know there's a lot of, you know, podcast gurus out there, people who listen to a lot of things. And we like all that help so we can just, you know, keep improving and keep progressing and making the podcast great. Um, You can always, of course, continue to write us on iTunes um, and give us those ratings. You can also hit us up on pretty much any social media platform facebook uh twitter instagram hashtag shenanigans pod or at us at shenanigans underscore pod well thank you tyra uh for that conversation starting us off right today um now we're gonna go into the pregame all I gotta say is real quick, I need her to send in a dear sister for letter or something <laughs> with this critical <laughs> feedback because she's not my friend right now. Become my friend girl, cause ooh, I'm mad. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna spice things up with a little sugar. <laughs> but you know, it's okay. We're gonna always have that person and that, that's cool. Um, anyway, we're gonna spice things up with a little sugar rush. I'm gonna call this Brie game Skittles, <laughs> real original, I know. So I passed all my sister friends out some Skittles. They each have three, and what they're going to do is whatever color that they have, they're going to answer a question correlated to that color. So I can start. I have orange, and orange is one of your scariest memories. And one of my scariest memories actually recently just happened. I got whacked in the back of my car when I was sitting at a stoplight after I just got my car fixed a month ago from being rear-ended. So he was definitely coming about 45 miles per hour and unfortunately was an illegal immigrant with no insurance or a license. So State Farm hates me at this point in time as I'm trying to get my car fixed, but that was a little scary. Went flying forward, definitely got some whiplash and a concussion, but you know, I'm here to live another day. Amen. So definitely a little scary, but hey, that's what insurance is for and happy my baby. Hopefully he's in total. I have yellow, oh, I'll do that one last. I have red, which is a favorite vacation or a great vacation spot. And one of my most favorite vacations is probably going to Barbados mm-hmm. um, after the New Year's of last year. Um, oh my gosh, it was amazing. Small island, everyone's just happy to be alive and wake up in the morning. So I would definitely suggest that anyone who can make it to Barbados go, you know, they love Rihanna too. So they'll show you her house, mm-hmm. where all the celebrities stay. So it was definitely really fun. And then the last color I have is yellow, and that's asked the group a question. 
So I'm trying to think of a question to ask you, ladies. Uh, oh, hold on. I, oh. You get to ask everyone. If you got yellow, you get to ask everybody a question. That's what I said. Oh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> oh, oh. I can change it. You want me to change it? Okay. <laughs> I want to ask Tyra a question, but I don't know if she's going to get to Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, so it's <laughs> They always mess up with me. You <laughs> ask the question. You have to be. You have to be so mad. I just want to know what your love life's like. Girl, no, no do not answer. Girl. Don't answer, Tyra. Don't even. Don't, do don't answer. Don't. 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 Do not answer that question, Tyra. She was just saying Tyra. you could get these empowered hands. That's I'm about so to be sorry. You. She was straight about to get these hands. Y'all, Real I'm quick. so sorry. I just yelled at the mic. <laughs> Bri, you know what she doing by messing with me? <laughs> Tyra, you're not obligated to answer this question. Um, I object. <laughs> okay, she pleads the fifth. I'll, I'll let it go. I'll let it go. We I might talk about no it later. I don't have no love life. Ain't okay. no love life, bitch. Me neither, girl. We can be together. <laughs> What's a love life? What is that? <sighs> I'll just leave it at that. that. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Who's next? You play too much. <laughs> you play too much. That's what the Brie game's all about. I mean, I can go. <laughs> I was about to call on you anyway. I, oh, you know what? Because you've been messing with me all damn more. Ooh, whatever. <laughs> okay. So, I do have red. So, I'll start with that one. A favorite vacation or great vacation spots. Um, I'm not a real big traveler. So, I will say that I did go to the Dominican Republic, Punta Cana, for my honeymoon, and it was actually really nice. Uh, the beach that we were on and that we stayed at the hotel we were at, uh, it was really, really relaxing. It was really nice just to, you know, stay somewhere and have a beach right behind you to go relax and lay out, and it was a semi-nude beach so you could oh. be topless oh, oh okay uh, <laughs> it wasn't a crime to Wait, be topless did you go top- i did <laughs> hey, hey. so if you're interested in any of that you can go to punta cana <laughs> <laughs> uh and then <laughs> we're just gonna scroll, skip skip right on that one to the next one uh i do also have orange which is scariest uh, memory. And it's interesting because Bria was just talking about the accident that you were in that I did not know you were in, so I'm glad right. you're okay. Right. Like, what the hell? We didn't know <laughs> it anything. Like it literally week. just happened. Like, what, like, I'm glad you you're okay. And then I had a flight to catch the next morning. I didn't have time. <laughs> okay, but no, because I was actually in a car accident in January of this year, and my car got completely total, and it was really scary because... I was literally sitting at a stop red light like Bria was and I got smacked in the back uh, and I got and I hit the car in front of me. So I was smashed between two cars. And yes, I was very scared. The the airbags came out and everything. Uh, but I knew as soon as I saw my car when I got out, it was going to be total. And I was literally three or I was like four months away from paying it off. So yes, that was irritating mm. to deal with, uh, but I did end up getting a new car, so blessing in disguise, because I was definitely gonna get one at some point this year, but it came sooner than expected, so there was a positive out of that, but that was very scary. Like, just imagine, like, I was coming home from work, thank goodness my son wasn't with me, but I was heading home from work, just chilling, waiting at the stop sign, and bam, it was just like, what the hell just happened? Like. I mean, it's just, that kind of stuff is just, obviously, you know, you can't foresee any of that, so 
it was very crazy, but thank goodness, you know, I'm, I'm okay. I wasn't really hurt. So God be the glory to that. But um, the other one I have is green, which is tell us something about your family. Hmm. What shall I tell? Hmm. Well... I'm not pregnant, so don't look at me, y'all. Because y'all was looking at me funny. Um, I know, I'm trying to think. Yeah, he's he's crazy. Crazy ass. He likes kid. pancakes with the crispy edges. <laughs> he likes everything. Like, he does. Like, oh, that's where that came from. Because I said, did you see Britney's post? Yes. He's... After we just talked about pancakes with crispy edges. Right. Yes. And how she loves breakfast I so do. Much. I love it. Love it so much. I be making them for him now. It's my excuse to eat them. But yeah, he's he's crazy. He's big. He think he grown. He be trying to talk. He's what? Because you know people be... He's almost 14 months. Even though I... <laughs> you know I hate doing that. He's almost 14 months. I know. He, <laughs> um, that's actually that. a thing. I know. So I hate, let I her don't. have her 14 like months. It's irritating, but I had to say it. I deal with 14 months. But no, but once it gets... No, you sound real silly. But... Like when do you can you two? Two. two. It's technically two. I say eighteen because even once you get past eighteen, I don't feel like you need to say it no more. Once but, the clothes stop calling <laughs> it that, once you get exactly, the just don't okay. even say it no more. Yeah. But um, but yeah, um, anything else about my family? Mm, nothing really. I'm very close to my with my family. We're very close knit, so. Um, uh, we are actually about to have another niece or nephew, so that's really exciting. Oh, my nice. brother and sister-in-law are pregnant, so we're praying to Lord Jesus it's a girl. Oh, we have so many little God. boys, so we need a girl to break up this all this madness with these crazy boys. <laughs> but that's all I got. Who's next? I'll go, cause I'll be quick. You need the you need the questions. <laughs> Thanks. So I have read to favorite vacation. Um, I would have to say Mexico. Me and Nick went for our one year anniversary and it was like an all-inclusive trip. Our flight was included and it was on like a stack and we was there for like seven days. So for each person? Yes. Yeah, that's not bad. bad. Yeah, <clears throat> it was not bad at all. And I mean I was seven days. Seven yeah, that's days not bad at all. And six nights, including flight, direct flight. Nice. To Mexico. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's legit. Oh. That's legit. So people be sleep on Groupon. You better get on Groupon. <laughs> just check the reviews. So so that was my favorite vacation. We was just literally, we would drink from when we woke up to when we went to sleep. And it was just lit. So, yeah. And then I have Green. Tell us something about your family. Mm. Let's see. I have five nieces and nephews. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. I have five nieces and nephews, uh, two nieces, three nephews, and um, from 16 to like five months. So huge range. So I've been around kids for forever. I don't have kids of my own, but they just, they keep me very young and and definitely test my patience but they don't live near me so I don't get to see them a lot but so it's always fun when I do see them and then I have purple my favorite pastime like like no, what? like a memory or something you like to do something like to okay do. that's what I thought 
I don't know. I, 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 in my pastime, I like to be a homebody because I'm, I'm not usually just chilling and doing nothing. So whenever I can, I like to just sit. Y'all know how I am about my candles. Like my candles, drink some wine, and just binge watch something. So that's what I like to do. Fun. I guess I will go next. You and your candles. Oh my god! Damn candles. Made a Facebook post about that. I know. Like my candles. I burned them all out. She loves her candles. Okay, so I have orange in my scariest moment. I think my scariest moment was I was on a flight and we flew through a thunderstorm. Like, like in the thunderstorm. Like I could see the lightning, like through the window. And the turbulence was off the chain. And I mean, it was so bad. This lady in front of me was like hunched over. And I'm thinking, oh, no, nah, y'all. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> and when we could see the ground, like when we could see the bottom, it was all water. So I said, oh, shit, y'all. We really going down. <laughs> like, I was on my way to visit my mom. And I knew that it was going to thunderstorm. <clears throat> but I didn't know it was going to thunder like, wow was on my way there right and yeah i was extremely nervous y'all i was listening to rihanna and i changed it to gospel music real quick because <laughs> <laughs> like if i'm a die i'm a die holy like i just can't <laughs> i saw my life flash before my eyes it was just bad but it did not deter me from flying again so but it was it was very scary mm-hmm. um also i have another scary time one time i was at circle center mall <laughs> Oh, and my dress got caught in the, the oh, escalator. No. Oh my goodness. Wait, how did your dress oh, get caught died. in the escalator? Because it was a I long, died. flowy dress and it got caught in Ooh. y'all. I thought you lost it. I thought she said dread. I said dread. No, 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 my dress. <laughs> Oh, and one of our friends it got snatched, snatched it out. Oh, y'all. Mm-mm. And it still was fine. It just has like some little black stuff. And I'm like, shoot, it's okay. <laughs> it's a little dirty at the bottom. But y'all, I mean, that I wrote the escalator down with my I dress. I came that dress so fast. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> you went by the take me, Lord. Then she go get naked again. <laughs> I like being naked. <sighs> okay. And then I have green, which is tell us something about your family. Um, I have an older sister. A lot of people don't know that I have an older sister because she doesn't live in Indianapolis, but we're nine months apart. <laughs> my my Ooh, daddy's fast. Yes. Yes. Oh, Lord. Yeah, she's born right September 2nd, and then twins. my mom like became pregnant right after that. Oh, come on now. Yeah. Come Actually, on. I, think, I think my mom probably was pregnant like when my sister was born. Um, and she lives in Nashville. Her and my brother look just alike, like completely the same. And I don't look like either one of them. Um, and she recently had a baby a year ago. Her name is Camila. And for the first month of her life, she didn't have a name. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. She didn't have a name. I was like, what are you going to call her? And she said, I still don't know. I thought you only had like two days <laughs> to do. No, you can take your baby home without a name. Oh, wow. <laughs> you, can, you, you can take it home. Call her baby girl. Yeah, it's girl, whatever the last name is. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh huh. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. You know that. And then, oh, yellow. Ask us a question. Okay, Jenny, I have a question. Oh, what is? What's a relationship deal breaker for you? Uh, okay. Um. <laughs> let me let me think. Uh. Shit. 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 Mm. I would say if somebody who smokes cigarettes. Yeah. I I just can't. Yeah. I yeah, can't. That's a little rough. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah that's a big I, one. I just can't do self-explanatory. That. No way in hell. Right. <laughs> gross. Ch- so if y'all gross. smoke, y'all might want to stop. Jinji ain't got the juice. <laughs> yes, she does. I ain't does. got time for you. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Okay, so it's my turn, and I have purple, my favorite pastime. I'm just like Aisha. <laughs> I like to, you know, light my little candles. Um, Instead of drinking wine, you know, I might just sip on some uh, water. I mean, <laughs> I knew it. I knew I it. Water. I knew it. water. I mean, if, if I have it at home, then yeah. But I mean, I don't usually go out and You'll buy drink. some. I mean, I do from time to time, but mm-hmm. not not, not a lot. Yeah, not regularly. I don't it makes my it makes my stomach hurt now. Mm-hmm. Like wine I get kind of does. I don't make know. My it, like hurt. I get like. You know, bad eating, like, mm. Mm. and it just, yeah, it just makes my stomach hurt. Um, and then, you know, also just like binge watching a show on Netflix or something. Um, other color is red. My favorite vacation or great vacation spots. So I've been to a lot of places, but not really on vacation. So I wouldn't say that I have a favorite vacation spot, but somewhere that I would want to go on a vacation probably is where. Uh, Brittany had mentioned not the specific place, but somewhere tropical on the beach, kind of relaxed and chill. You ain't trying to be topless. Mm. I mean, <laughs> hey, stop. Nah, I mean, oh, 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 okay, she did a little shimmy. Okay, so my last color is yellow. I gotta ask somebody a question. <laughs> As we all look away. <laughs> I'm trying to snap <laughs> Okay, I have a question for Brittany. Well, I mean, it can actually be for Brittany and Aisha because y'all both married. Um, so my question is, um, you know, what, what, what's one tip that y'all would give to somebody who, you know, single and dating? Not necessarily that would help them, you know, find a man or get married, but something that you feel like, oh, I guess, be open to. I, I swear this has been my topic of conversation <laughs> all week. I swear, y'all, I'm going to write a book or some shit about this because I've had some oh, shitty you? boyfriends. But, um, you know, other than Nick, obviously. But I would say don't waste your time. Mm. Because triggered. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Lord. I tried to give you the chance to air your because you weren't going. And I Woo. say that, um, you know, Bria want to get put out, y'all. Your phone ain't on silent. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Bria, we should make a rule that if your phone go off, you got to read the text. Yeah. Ooh. Real life. So yeah, I'm that's going to be right the new now. rule. <laughs> she crying. She about to make it. She about to make it. <laughs> Put it back in the cup. <laughs> she spit down her drink. Oh, Y'all are fried. <laughs> Get your life together, please and thank you. So, um, I say that in a in a <laughs> It's a friend saying, Are you at church? I will go ahead and read this. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
Scalia, are you at church? See, y'all have me at church today. <laughs> no, ma'am, we're recording. Um, so I say that because so many women, so many friends I see waste their time dating people who they know they don't have no business dating or who aren't who they want them to be and they hope that they're gonna turn into that person mm -hmm. and they're not like you you have to date somebody for where they are right then and if they ain't it move the hell on mm -hmm. because you can't make them change and even if he changes he's gonna change for a certain amount of time but he's always gonna revert back to who he really was mm -hmm. i would say um from my personal experience also be be very um open-minded um don't be closed-minded when it comes to dating and certain things like cause i know you know most you know most of our you know sister friends and everything you, i know you you know you have to have your standards and uh, certain things that you do uh, want to have in your significant other or your future husband but you do still at the same time need to be open-minded. You're not going to get every single thing that it is that you're wanting to have in that person. And you have to take the good with the bad. Um, it, and it is what it is. I mean, that's definitely something that I learned um, with, uh, with my husband. I mean, he had a child before we started dating. And uh, at first I thought that was a deal breaker for me because I was like, I would never date with someone with a child because only person I want to date is they're going to just have my kids and, you see where I'm at now, don't you? Like, I mean, he treated me better more than any other person that I ever dated and everything, um, you know, moving forward. So it was definitely something that I had to mature about and be, you know, open-minded. And I think really with me, it was the baby mama drama that I always used to hear about from other people. I always had a bad notion of, you know, people with children and, you know, baby mamas and all of that. So that was really just, you know, that was immature thinking of me. But, um, you know, that's something that I had to open up to. And... Um, and it was obviously the best decision I could have thought of. So yeah, I mean, could have made. So definitely be open-minded uh, when it comes to dating. Don't be shallow and, you know, just because they did one thing wrong or just have one little characteristic that you don't like, like, come on. Like I said, they're not gonna be perfect, you know. You're not gonna find that perfect person. Well, perfect in your eyes, but you know, everybody has their flaws. That was good, because that definitely is a deal breaker for me right now. And I'm really happy that you said that, because maybe yeah. I need to open my eyes. Yeah, because yeah. it was the baby mama drama. I'm like, yeah. I don't want to deal with the baby mama. You got to I don't have time. You do. Yeah. Because there are some that are yeah. pretty bad, but I got lucked out. I literally got a, I got a good one. I got a lucky one. <laughs> I, I didn't have mama. to deal with the craziness. She was real chill. I didn't have to deal with none of that craziness. Right. So I ended up in a very fortunate situation. Yeah. Mine. That is really good. Yeah, because it's the baby mama and it's the fact that like I'm not going to be the first person bearing your kids. Like yeah. I'm not going to be your first probably with sex, yeah. but I want to be the first person to have your kid. But I like that. That's yeah. a good perspective. Anybody else have anything for this, <laughs> this awesome free game? You want to answer any more questions? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, ladies, for playing my Skittles game this morning. <laughs> I'm not about to deal with you. Okay, well, now we are going to move into the hot topic. Cue that music. Okay, so the other week, um, social media kind of hit the fan because Shea Moisture had released um, a new, the first video in their new campaign centered around uh, hair hate. And everybody 
blew up. Y'all okay over there? <laughs> He's still eating these damn Skittles. So everything kind of hit the fan because um, people didn't feel like the, the video that they released reflected uh, their foundation audience um, with having two white women in the commercial and then a mixed uh, woman with very curly hair in it as well. Uh, there are a lot of mixed reactions. So I have a couple of tweets to kind of help put us in, put us in our followers' minds frame. So uh, Kimberly Ann Foster, who is actually the, the creator of For Harriet, she tweeted, black women built Shea Moisture and not the I was teased for having good hair, black women. Black women will take it right on down to... And then uh, a lot of memes. Oh my gosh, a lot of memes with uh, what's her name? Rachel. Yes. Oh my God, I <laughs> saw those memes with her. I was yes. like, oh my gosh. And people putting them with Pepsi. It was just bad. Um, and then someone else said, I didn't know white women use Shea Moisture. Like, dot, dot, dot. The products are in the ethnic beauty section of the stores. They know where that is, question mark. Um, so a lot, of, a lot of comments, a lot of people were sharing, like, other black-owned hair companies that people could shop with. I saw a lot of blog posts that were like alternatives to Shea Moisture and went yeah. through like a lot of their products mm -hmm. and and gave uh, alternatives to those. Um, so how did y'all feel about this situation and, and this video that got released? Well, when I first saw it, I was kind of confused because I thought that Shea Moisture, you know, was black owned. And I was kind of like, um, I don't really, I mean, it was a mixed person on there, but, you know, everybody else was, you know, wasn't black. And so I was just kind of confused. <laughs> like, I mean, was this like on purpose or, I mean, did they just mess up? Um, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Shea Moisture just because it doesn't really mix well with my hair. Um, but I mean, if, if I was, you know, a big Shea Moisture person, I would be kind of like, well, I mean, they don't have anybody on there that looks like me or, you know, has my hair texture. So I would kind of feel like, well, I mean, should I still be using this product? I would just kind of be confused. Well, this was initially very eye-opening for me because I, for one, didn't know Shea Moisture was actually black owned. So that's kind of cool to know and understand because when I first encountered Shea Moisture, everyone was talking about the brand that was in Target. And then it was at the very like front of Target. So I, it wasn't in the ethnic section when I first looked at it. And then I never saw it in Sally's and that kind of stuff. So I was like, oh, this is kind of nice. This helps people get their curls together. So I thought it was a mixed, you know, culture type of product, like a proactive Carol for your Star. face or a Carol's, right. Yeah. So. I kind of get where they were trying to maybe go with the commercial and making it inclusive of all different types of culture, but what they forgot was their main culture <laughs> of black people. And I think that's kind of like a slap in the face because like they're saying, black women built this brand up to where it is. So I think they threw it off when they said hair hate because I never heard of a, a white woman actually having hair hate, maybe because she was redheaded is a different type of scenario of hair hate, but I've never heard of that type of hair hate. I more hear about kinky hair and that kind of thing, the froze. So I think that's where it threw me off. Maybe if they didn't have that tagline of hair hate, it would have got less, you know, of the reaction that it did. Or even like white women with curly hair. Mm -hmm. I know that they 
um, they they suffer from. I don't even know what word to actually use. Like a, a stereotype. I don't. I don't know. They they get they get pressured. I'll put it that way. They get pressure to straighten their hair. Right. And, and it was a whole big movement. I know Carol's daughter really focuses on that because to me they seem, they've always been kind of a inclusive brand mm-hmm. and, and featuring a lot of different ethnicities and et cetera. So, um, so that's the only thing I thought about. But they were straight-haired white women. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if, if one of them could at least have been curly-headed, it may have been a little different, but they were just straight-haired. But... Uh, my initial thought of the commercial, um, I was confused because I was thinking that people were upset because there were white women in the Shea Moisture commercial, and I later realized that that wasn't the that wasn't really the reason why um, you know black people were upset. It was more because of the hair hate um, tagline that was in the commercial, and I definitely get it because at first I was like, why would they be mad because there's white women in this commercial? Like, come on! But then when I realized the hair hate and what you know they were actually saying in the commercial I was like okay well no I do get it because like you know like Bria and Aisha were saying and even Jenny like they don't we don't I guess there's not nothing really that they don't really get they don't get backlash for having the kind of hair that black people that black women have like we can not get hired because of it or Mm -hmm. we we can be um you know discriminated against because of our the kind of hair that we have and if we're rocking it natural so they can't relate to that so that's so I do get it I get where everyone was coming from from that and yeah Shea Moisture they didn't do a good job with that uh with trying to I felt like I felt like overall they were trying to like you said try to make it like their brand is for all people but that hair hate is just what got it they should have left it alone they should have left the hair hate alone (laughs) I just don't I feel like why do we have to be inclusive though? Like why yeah. can we never have our Just own something thing? our own? I, because I understand. how many white commercials do you see with like Garnier Fructis mm-hmm. and other? Yeah. Yes, all of their hair products where you never see a black woman on there, you know, and we don't think anything of it. We do right. not bat an eye, mm-hmm. but we have to always be, you know, inclusive. And like you said, there's nothing wrong with that because Shea Moisture has definitely uh, expanded their right. brand with all of their like different hair type, you know, lines. And you find what works for your hair because I know sometimes we don't always use, I don't always use natural products, mm-hmm. even for my locks Mm -hmm. so um i get you're gonna do what's best for you and there's nothing wrong with white women finding what works for them or there's nothing wrong with them finding it but like you said the whole hate hair thing like you just cannot or like you don't have to get up and wake up and go into an interview and think about how do you have to wear your hair Mm -hmm. you know they don't have federal regulations against them saying that they do not they cannot get hired because they have locks they don't have to worry about i mean have you ever heard of a white kid getting suspended because of their hair because it's become like a big thing little girls you know um getting in trouble for having froze and even color in their hair yes that's Mm -hmm. so crazy so yes i totally agree with the whole they should have left it alone with the hair hate thing but um also feel like why do we have to include them yeah I, i understand yeah i agree i mean um so Shea Moisture, they responded pretty quickly. Yeah, they did. Like within a couple of like, hours quick. after yeah. people, you know, really started to drag them. Because mm-hmm. when I say they were getting dragged on Black yes. Twitter, Black Twitter is the goal. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh! Like so, they they posted a um they posted a post on Facebook and it says, uh, "Wow, well, okay, guys, listen, we really effed this one up." 
Please know that our intention was not and would never be to disrespect our community. And as such, we are pulling this piece immediately because it does not represent what we intended to communicate. Um, you guys know that we always stood for inclusion and beauty and have always fought for our community and given them credit for not just building our business, but for shifting the beauty landscape. Um, so it's a it's a really long, really long <laughs> response. But they, you know, go into talking about uh, colorism and and things of being biased against different textured hair and how that wasn't their intention as well. But I also know that this was just one video of a major campaign that they were rolling out. So this was just the introductory video. So to me. It wasn't more, to me, their issue didn't lie in the fact that they were trying to be inclusive. The issue lied in their editing. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't have put those specific demographics in one video and made that your first video. Right. Mm -hmm. You need to needed to always have someone, a black woman yeah. with some type of hair, you know. I'm just really in, surprised in they each didn't video. have like that in the especially with your premiere one yeah, for the campaign really, like that was very odd yeah um so sure the rest of the videos could be great mm -hmm. will we see them i don't know because i don't know if they even want to release the rest mm -hmm. of them because of this situation and i feel bad for the women who were involved with the campaign mm -hmm. because then they automatically get attached to that right like especially if they're like beauty gurus have blogs do youtube like now they're connected to shea moisture in this situation um so that's unfortunate too but do you think that um people are are upset because they're expanding their audiences i know you kind of spoke to uh tyra why do we have to be inclusive in the mm -hmm. first place and i know you know last year they were they had a major buy from sundial and and they own a part of their business, but the family still owns like majority of the business. But do you think that people have an issue with the fact that they're expanding out with their audience? Yeah, I think it's both ways. And, and like the two can be connected. It could be either or or both. Mm -hmm. So I feel like some people have an issue with the fact that she's white. Some people who you know have type four hair like myself, like a lot of us who do Shea Moisture had an issue with there's nobody that looks like us. And we already get discriminated against because of our hair type, you know, anyways, there's no, like all the hair bloggers and beauty gurus, you know, there's not a lot of us with that kinkier texture. So I think a lot of it was, you know, taking it personally because those are a lot of the buyers, you know, like mixed chicks and all that stuff does not work for our hair. Mm -hmm. So um, I think it was, you want to be inclusive, but you are not including us mm -hmm. is, you know, one of the issues. Yeah, I agree. And also if you go on LinkedIn, <laughs> And put in Shea Moisture and Sundial, all of like their creative team, um, like marketing, like higher up leadership campaign people who were probably a part of this project are actually all white women. Oh, I believe it. Um, I believe it. I completely believe it because, okay, we just had this discussion at work because I'm a marketer at Eli Lilly. I think a lot of people know that, but. We have this discussion at work because all of our diabetes teams, which we know type two diabetes is most prevalent in, in African Americans. Mm -hmm. None of the marketing teams are representative or our commercials that we launch are representative of the actual demographic that we're trying to target. Mm -hmm. So that's a, a big thing, especially when you're trying to expand your brand. I get Shea Moisture's trying to expand their brand. They probably know we're gonna already have that black buy. So what we need now is that white woman that's sitting on the couch at home coming when you know she's 
the stay-at-home wife coming out to shop at Target and buy our brand. So that's where I think they were trying to go with their expansion. And I get it from a marketing standpoint a little bit, but like Tyra was saying, we don't always have to reach out to everybody. If you're gonna buy our product, you're gonna buy our product. And they keep expecting us to buy Garnier Fertis and we're never in their, their, in their commercials. And we do, we end up mm-hmm. buying it because some people are like, it works for my hair, it works. Okay, if it works for a white woman's hair, that's great. But she doesn't always need to be representative in the commercial, especially because your target audience which you, they've said is a black woman, then you need to keep it that way. You need to keep your marketing where it's at and your team needs to be representative of that demographic that you're trying to target. Because how what does a white woman know anything about black women's hair? Like, they just don't. They don't. Right. So, end of discussion. <laughs> I also feel like to play devil's advocate, people aren't going to be satisfied either way. Because this is not really related, but related. Um, I saw recently somebody complain about uh, all of McDonald's commercials, how it's a lot of black people. Oh! <laughs> they know they're going for the value menu. And what? they were tired of, why is only black people in a McDonald's commercial? So I feel like, regardless, people are not yeah. going right. to be satisfied. Be satisfied. Exactly. I think for sure people are going to be upset that, like you said, it's period that a white woman was in a shea moisture. Like, the two just don't correlate, right. you know, but... Um, that is I, funny. <laughs> people did like. Why are you complaining? We, we ain't never on TV. You know, every That's every the race and ethnicity the... eat McDonald's. We Let gotta be right. quiet. Have our moments. Just be quiet. Or the one time that we're on um, commercials is like, have y'all seen those new tobacco commercials? They're like, mm-hmm. they're targeting our community. Oh, yeah. Be the first oh, generation to stop it. <laughs> I'm like, really? That's the one time black people are represented is in these tobacco right. commercials. Right. Like, come on. <laughs> or horrible. So on the flip side, I know that um, there are a lot of people who really honestly didn't care. They were like, you know, mm-hmm. I don't care. You, they can have whatever they want in their commercials. Yeah. yeah. And then there are some people who had a lot to say about just people wanting to jump on black businesses to begin with. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like we as black people are um, a little bit more opinionated and, and scrutinizing of black owned businesses than we are of other ones I wouldn't say scrutinizing personally because I'm all for supporting black owned businesses and definitely empowering and uplifting those so I know there's all these apps of if there's a black owned business in your area you can look up the the business through this app but then sometimes when you go to these black owned businesses you expect a certain type of service because that's what we're used to and you don't get that so that's the only frustration that I have because they're like, support your community. And then when you do, you don't get the exact same type of experience that you mm-hmm. would like. And not saying it's just because it's a black owned business, but I, I don't know if they just expect us to support it regardless of the fact. <laughs> but like I know like even George Reese's, love that place, but it's changed its name and all these things oh. 20 times and then closed. And then oh, because, I did not know that. because people weren't supporting it because they weren't having a good experience when they actually went to the store mm. or it's super expensive or something. Something about it isn't just the experience that you want. So regardless of the business and who it's owned by, you expect as a customer a certain experience. So I think that's the only downfall sometimes. I'm not saying it's all black businesses by any means, right. but oftentimes when you're trying to support those because they're just starting or they don't know necessarily, you don't get that same experience. True, but then I feel like when I go to, let's say, whatever a comparable restaurant would be to Georgia Reese's, Maxine, like Maxine. a great experience. True, true. <laughs> but I mean, like a like not a white one because they serve Southern food. But you know what I'm saying? That's someone in their same caliber, right. so to speak, with the same prices. Mm-hmm. They might ignore my ass all night. They might be slow on my order. My food took forever. My mm-hmm. refills were slow. 
But I still feel the need to tip because it's a super white place and I don't want them to think, oh, she didn't tip us mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And that's why I'm like, get no sables and that whole kind of thing. And we still go back because other people go and they have this good ass reputation because they have white people that are going to support them no matter what. Right. Whereas we don't have that as black owned businesses. And then we got to fight for our own people to come support us. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I feel like that's a that's a tough situation to be in. I mean, even with us, like with with the strength of she, like we host events um, in in our city. And Indianapolis is a is is it's a big small city. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and we're not like a Chicago or an Atlanta or New York. But that's why it was so important for us to start having events here because we we felt like our community could could have those types of things. But to be honest, we don't get a whole lot of support for that, not as much as we would think that we would with with the lack of those type of events that take place. I often feel like it's hard for, for us to get our own people or sister friends to come when we have people in other cities begging us to come there yeah. and partner with other bloggers. And I just find it very um, mind-boggling and and it can leave you a little defeated and make you not want to do anything else like I'm I'm, right. I'm real close to saying okay well guess what we're not having any more <laughs> any more events here yeah. real life because um, because the time and the energy that it takes to put into something and and give people quality you know like you say but then they don't want to pay for quality yeah like what what do we do in that situation yeah. That's why Shea Moisture said, let's go. To- <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. About to start targeting white people, white women. <laughs> real life. No, real, real, real stuff. Well, and I have, and I have a question because I know you said that, um, you know, people usually like to, you know, like invite us to, um, you know, partner with them. Because I feel like if we were in Atlanta, we wouldn't have this issue. Oh, and, definitely not so, at and, all. And, and it's just That's like, <laughs> I just, I would just want to know where we lack as far as supporters because like you said I mean I know those cities are a little bigger like mm-hmm. you mentioned Chicago uh, Atlanta and things like that but Indianapolis is big mm-hmm. it's we're not really a small city not at all. so it's just it, it like you said it's mind-boggling and, and it irritates me because I'm thinking like I be seeing all these other events that people you know go and support and I'm like why are we over here and they're you know, shitty kind of, and yes and they're not even I really went. yes me like, too this isn't what I thought I was paying for exactly. like I'm gonna still make the most whatever I go to I'm still gonna support yeah. I'm be positive I'm gonna make the most of the experience mm-hmm. but on the inside I'm like this is not what I thought I was paying for right like, I paid $25-30 and this isn't what I thought I was getting mm-hmm. where we have hosted full on events with speakers and workshops and drinks and food and they're the same price Mm -hmm. and it's like okay I I really don't under I don't understand yeah I'm with you well number one I don't think people understand the quality that goes into our events because it's definitely of high quality Mm -hmm. and for two I think because we are in Indianapolis and we're one of the first to break down this barrier people aren't used to that so Mm -hmm. in the DC that's the normal to go to a brunch on a Sunday for $40 dollars With us, that's not the normal here yet. So we're trying to make that the normal. I think we should just keep pushing forward and bringing down those boundaries because, I mean, we're going to provide quality. So when you actually do come, you're going to experience a great event. And I think you're going to then keep coming. But you have to come out that first time to understand what we're actually here to offer you. And I think that's what's going to start to shift the mindsets for sure. Yeah, it's definitely the culture of the city within itself. Like, I, you know, I love Indianapolis, but... 
this city is kind of full of rats a little bit. Oh, I was just like, I didn't want to say it. I didn't want to say it. was that girl by I did light. not want to say it, but that's exactly I what know. I was thinking. And I mean that in the most general way yes, possible because men can be rats too. Yes. yes. But you're Because right. there's no high quality events for men as well. And if you yes, go to DC yes. in New York, I'm sure there are so many other prestigious black men who are getting together oh, and yeah. having events on the regular. So I feel like it is the culture of this city. Now, mm-hmm. with that being said, I have noticed a lot of people come and try to change that, try to have events, especially a lot of young black professionals are really trying to make that happen but it's just really hard to change that culture of the city because i'm sure like every city you have your you know young black professionals you have your young people your young millennials who you know are in their careers and doing stuff and then you have other ones you know just living life on the fly you know not really into anything not really doing anything just really want a club or just really want a party or whatever so i feel i don't know how to personally change the culture of the city but i think that's really what it is and the city again is a slow burner city so you know people wait to the last minute to buy tickets to stuff um and we can't do that. Yes, I mean, people are flip-floppy about yes. stuff. Like, oh, I'm going to come. And it's like, oh, you know what? I, something came up. People don't, don't have like, a lot of initiative no, to that push to mm-hmm. come out. You know, so... I, and I don't understand it because people complain that there's nothing for us to That's do what all bothers the time. Me. People talk about our city all the time, and I see all the time people say that I can't stay in Indianapolis. I can't wait to move. There's nothing I'm to so do here. Bored. And it's like, what do you mean? We try to, to we try do, to right? make yeah. stuff. There's we, so there's many events, and then we're doing events like this. And then, like you said, there actually are other things to do here. But even aside from that, like we try to bring this out for you to do, and y'all don't even support. Like it's irritating, <laughs> and not it even is, just us, and not even there's just other, us. Yes, there's, there's other, other types of black a, women yeah, events that go on, but y'all, and y'all don't support that y'all don't go to. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Yeah. Yes, it's irritating. I'm sure y'all can hear it in my voice. <laughs> yes, yes, it's very, it's it's very, very frustrating, and um, I don't really. I mean, Bria's opinion is to push on. You know, <sighs> my opinion because. You know, money bags over here. Money bags run dry. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes they do. Like, you can't just be keep putting these events on now. Yes, yeah, they because, do. Because they aren't free. No. We, if, if we aren't charging, like, stupid money for you on the head, we're paying by the hour to have stuff. We're paying for licenses to, to host things. And, and we can't always push things back. We can't always make it a different time because we're working with venues. And so... the that's where it gets sticky and we can't you know keep putting that type of effort in and you know aren't getting it back so i don't really know what to do about that but see the accountant in me i agree with you like the accounting <laughs> side and the finances i completely agree but my side of like wanting to empower and make a difference and change the community i'm like let's keep doing it y'all like mlk didn't give up like no let me stop <laughs> but, don't start but i feel like if it's something that is not working that doesn't mean that we necessarily right. stop empowering right. altogether. Right. but we do what yeah. works from for us venues. you know right. what i mean because honestly People, like, I I don't know if anybody has ever put an event on, has ever did any type of programming, but it is so hard. No, they don't. It's very hard, like, even putting the most, the simplest thing together because, you know, we've had more extravagant events besides, you know, Sister Friend Sips, but Mm -hmm. even with those, it's still a lot of planning ahead. And so I feel like if, 
you know, your passion and your, you know, your talent should work for you. And you're going to work hard, but it shouldn't be, you know, hurting you. Yes. It should not be hurting you. So if it is, um, you know, if it's not benefiting you or if it's being a burden, I think that it's not too late to reevaluate what will work. And maybe one day the culture of the city will change. But I just I don't know. I don't know. I wonder is rooftop black owned or black star? I don't think so. And it's very expensive. I just always wonder that because I'm like, how did they get that started and off the ground and yeah. people love going to rooftop mm-hmm. and buy and see them yeah. passes? And it's so funny because it's like from like five to seven, it's like white people go and yeah. then it like shifts real quick. Like how did that all start? Like I just really want to know because it got wasn't that off the ground. It's not black owned, but people yeah. can host part. Oh, sorry, it's not black owned, but people can host parties and you can rent the space. So I think that the group that owns it does it for a portion of time and then people can buy other times. Um, at least that's the vibe I got when I reached out to the guy before. But, you know, he was talking about some stacks and I wasn't there for it. No, I was just wondering if that was a <laughs> I wasn't there for it. Shifting. Like, the culture of the city going to start but shifting But at the same time, that's still a party. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that's still, Still like, a party. A party and, and, and people. People entertain the themselves. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to do anything. You turn some music on. You make sure there's a bar, and then that's, that's it. It's warm outside. That's, that's it. it. That's it. Everybody figure it out. Figure it right out. The, the mindsets of people in Indianapolis. I mean, they're just so. They don't have. I mean, they're. I don't want to say they're little minded, but or small minded, but it seems like what they can't think beyond. Oh, well, oh, it's yeah. gonna go somewhere. And just drink and just mm-hmm. kind of sit and you know it might like seem like too much I've, to do. I've, yeah, I've, yeah, and I've never been to rooftop, but from what I heard, it's like where well, you're not really. I mean, you're supposed to be connecting with people, but people really don't. They kind of just you know stay in their silos. Yeah, and yeah. I think people get uncomfortable when it comes time to actually you know connect with people mm-hmm. and be forced to have different conversations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think. I just think, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it'll ever change because, I mean, it's hard to try to, you know, change the culture of how everybody's thinking. But it's like, well, you all complain, you know, when things aren't happening, but when they are happening, you don't come and show up. Mm-hmm. And another thing is, oh, 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 people, oh, oh like, the finger going. Another <laughs> thing is, people, I mean, <laughs> People just want everything to be free. Oh, oh that's it. Yeah, that is it. Yes, Jimmy, yes. That's like, it. That's it. That's it. And our ticket, and our, that's our it. tickets, that's they don't it. even cost that much. Fifteen, twenty dollars And we like, could, oh, well, they can't be $10. They can't be, you don't no, freaking go out to eat for fifteen, twenty dollars every Here's damn day. Here's the thing. So and I'm just the, saying. The problem is, is that we could pay double. Our, like, mm-hmm. for, especially our very, very first event. If you oh, came yeah. to our first event. It could have been 50 bucks. Easy. 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 And then we, we had the Tiffany blue bag. We had pasta dishes. <laughs> we had rooms and balloons. And, and Giveaways. It was the bomb bag. So, yes, that's exactly it. People want things to be free. People don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> People do want things to be free. And life ain't free. And and that's my thing. Like, if you, if you go out to the club, you can support a, a black event in your community. Like, period. Period. Which I don't and understand because rooftop is the same yeah. every single Thursday. And y'all the buy club, season passes. The club is the same every single Friday, Saturday, whatever. Yeah. 
Like literally, so I, I don't. How did we get on this ring? I know. It just kind of went. Shea Moisture must have been onto something. See, no, I'm kidding. Let me stop. Oh, the, maybe we should expand our community to women and not just black. Cause look, no, they ain't coming out. They no. ain't coming out. No, and and, and that, that's what really that's what really pisses me off because when I started the strength of she, I had a cousin who told me. Um, he comes from a different a different place, okay. <laughs> and, different and he's in a different generation as well. But you know, I respect his opinion, and and you know, I respect respectfully declined his opinion. And <laughs> he just was like, you know, I don't think that you should just focus on women of color. Why would you just focus on women of color? You should be focusing on all women. I said, well, everyone already quote unquote focuses on all women, and it's never inclusive of us. So why would I create another brand that does the same thing, especially if all of us is black, right? And that's who that's who are going to be attracted to us the most. Like originally, I didn't plan on it. I didn't have like a color attached to we're a women's empowerment organization. It was just that was it. But that's who responded to us, so it became a women's empowerment organization for women of color. Right. So that was really important to me, and it's so it's frustrating when you. You get those comments from Sid Vicious saying we aren't original and we aren't doing anything mm. original when well, we are. We we are we we have a blog that we really drop hella gems on mm-hmm. <laughs> on a weekly. Hella gems. And we have a podcast that hopefully we drop gems on too. And we host events in our city where we don't have these types of events very often. So it's it's just like actually we we are at least for where we're at. But I know that um, I know that <laughs> I know that um, someone told me in the past that they've been to events in this city and they've paid fifty dollars and they've went and again it wasn't what they expected or it was in a sketch ass neighborhood or the food wasn't that great or the people were ratchet and this and this and that and then that made them not ever want to go to anything else so i get those people too (laughs) but in those cases like we said at the beginning give that feedback we are all here to improve if you have an issue with somebody's event you know, give them that feedback about that event. I know people do surveys and all that kind of stuff afterwards. Like, we really want to know so that we can improve, so we can continue to do these things. And if something's not working, let's fix it together so that we can change it together and and keep um, keep supporting one another. But <sighs> okay, one last thing. Okay, the sad thing is, I think if we were you know, reaching out to more than just black women. I mean, I honestly think that it would be, you know, the white women that would be showing up, you know, and coming oh, to yeah. our events. So it's sad. And and another thing is the fact that people want our, or I, I would think that people would just want our events to be free. It's like, I think they want that because we are black. It's like, just mm-hmm. because we're black, that doesn't, doesn't mean, you know, that we have things to do. Shit ain't free. Our time ain't free. We got shit to do. Right. People married, they got families right. and all this. So it's not like right. we just, you know, I mean, right. it's a lot of time into this. And so I feel like people don't realize that. Talk yeah. that talk, yeah. girl. Talk that talk. People think we're getting paid from this. They probably do think I think that. they do. No, we don't. And, and no. We not. We don't. We, we legit do it like... They legit do it from the love of it. I mean, it really takes money to make money. Yes, yes. Like, yes. literally. Ain't nobody paying us to do these events. 
I wish. I wish too. Shit, we doing every day. Maybe one day, Aisha. Here we go. That's Aisha's goal. Hell, yes, we get these yes. black folks to the to the seats. Then, then wonderful. Then sure, everybody can have a check. We have a check every two weeks. What's the bomb? Maybe we don't want to make it to white women. Maybe we just start making a co-ed. People start to come because everybody hey, want a man. That's yeah. that, we, we talked, talked about, about that. that. We talked about hey, that. It might be, and we had plans for that, but then. Yeah, maybe ladies, y'all just don't need somebody else. Y'all got to have dudes there to be willing to come. (laughs) You can't come and get some knowledge for yourself. You got to go find somebody to come. Like, that's kind of messed up, too. Very much it. They ain't coming. coming. My boyfriend ain't coming. Are you not going to go? Oh, well, damn, I ain't going to go. I ain't going to go either. Girl. (laughs) So we we love y'all. We really do. We're sorry we went off on a, on a bit of a tangent, but we really wanted to express that because it's not just us. I mean, there are other um, shall I name drop. There are other <laughs> black businesses in in the city who we support. Like yes, like the, the other week um, where girls meet. Uh, Jazz, she usually supports she events. She she had a she had an event. Mm-hmm. It wasn't in Indy though. It was mm-hmm. it was driving distance, but still. Um, but she's in the city. You know, we have her radiance. She's in the city. She has an event coming up, so hopefully people are supporting that. And then uh, Curl Girl Fitness, she does a lot of health related events, talking about clean eating and the same thing. Like me and Jen went to support her event, and it was good. And her and her family were there dropping knowledge, but it definitely could have been more people there. Um, so, yeah, we just want y'all to support because we don't want to move these things elsewhere because that can definitely happen too. Mm. So I'm gonna wrap this on wrap this on up. If you want to chime in on Shea Moisture Steel, you still a little mad? You found out some new information, um, or if you just want to talk about black businesses in general, the big ones like Shea Moisture, or you know the little ones like us, feel free to chime in and 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 give us your thoughts too at Shenanigans underscore Pod or hashtag Shenanigans Pod. Now we're heading into girl talk. All right, y'all. Y'all ready? Yes, ma'am. <sighs> For real. I feel like the topic this week really is centered around what the hell does love have to do with it? Because <laughs> Tina Turner said it is a secondhand emotion. So, oh y'all ready for this topic? No, I'm a little nervous. This now. week we are gonna talk about fuckboys. Oh, <laughs> yes, fuckboys! Hey, 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 hey! I was about to rap, but I'm gonna save it. Okay, so what is a fuckboy? What is? <laughs> See, y'all thought she was. Y'all I thought she was it. playing. I yeah, for real, we really talking ass. about fuckboys today. We gon' because you know they come in all sizes and all colors, yeah. races, um, you know, different age groups. You know, there's just a lot of fuckboys out there, and sometimes they are in disguise. So I'm gonna give you a couple tips on um, how to spot one. Yes. And my only advice is to get the hell far away from him. Run, girl. <laughs> That's all I got. Okay. So, a fuckboy. And we'll, I'm sorry for our male listeners so that this can be a little inclusive because, you know, we got the guys that love us too. 
This can be fuck girls. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't know. I don't think that's a thing, but because <laughs> you know we're we're perfect, so I can't really I can't really relate. But <laughs> a fuck boy, I got this. I believe from Urban Dictionary. This is not my quote. Okay, it says is an insecure little boy who doesn't know how to be a man that hides behind ego and lies while utilizing manipulation tactics to make himself seem greater than what he truly is. Mm. Mm. All right. So here, now there are a plethora of signs of a fuckboy. However, I'm going to just give you a few of them. So number one, he always says, let's hang out, but never specifies a date and time. He always wants to see you, but he don't ever make definite plans on it. You know, <laughs> you know, he's just, you know, very generic about it. All right. Number two. He doesn't believe in labels or defining relationships, but will not place any boundaries on the relationship. Now, y'all know every episode, I feel like I say men only abide by the boundaries that we give them. Mm -hmm. So when you don't give them any, you know, boundaries, but y'all still having sex, y'all still carrying on like y'all in a relationship. Bria is over here laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Um... You know, he's not going to say nothing. He's not going to say, you know, I think we should slow down because, you know, I don't want a relationship. Or he just leaves it very, you know, gray area. And, um, yeah, definite sign of a fuckboy. Number three, uh, he doesn't want you, but he doesn't really want anyone else to have you. So he, like, kind of keeps you around, keeps going through that cyclic phase. But he don't really want you to talk to other people. But he don't really want to lock it down, you know. Yeah, okay. Number four, he is emotionally unavailable, repressed, or not empathetic. So he doesn't really want to talk about his feelings. He doesn't really want you to talk about his fit or your feelings. Um, he avoids all of those type of conversations. He don't. He doesn't want to dig deep or or get deep at all. Real surface level. Mm, the next one. <laughs> he is more interested in hanging out at each other's place than going out together and participating in an actual activity together. So it kind of goes along with the first one. He doesn't really want to set definite plans, but he's all about Netflix and chilling, you know. Can he's, I come over? He's all we, about we all know what that means. after he been with his boys, you mm. know, after he done been now, he want to drive past and shit. 1 a.m., what's up? Yeah, no. What you doing? Booty call. What you doing? Don't even answer, girl. Just don't answer. Um, the next one, he projects or blame shifts you when they do something wrong. So when you try to confront mm. them on something, <laughs> they somehow turn it and flip it into, <laughs> into it's being your fault. You're like, whoa, slow down 10 speed. When did this become about me? Like, they are real good for not wanting to, good for playing the victim. <laughs> Rhea throwing offerings. <laughs> offering Tyra. <laughs> Preaching the day. Um, the next one, he's good for going ghost. So he's very inconsistent. He'll, you know, talk to you for a couple days. He'll not talk to you for a couple days. Not really have an explanation. Think that it's okay. Want to say a little shit like he's busy. No, you're not. You lying. Like, you know, just little shit like that. Okay, the last two. (laughs) He has no real dating history or past. He's just kind of been fucking around, you know, with other chicks for a couple years or whatever, not really getting serious. That is a huge red flag. Um, So be mindful of that. And the last one, um, he has potential, but his potential and his actions do not align. And this is where we get, you know, caught up in fuckboys because we see something that is not there. It's just not there. Like, we come up with this elaborate plan or we think that you know we dig into things that he says and you know just 
you know, make dreams and and all of that out of it. And he's really not any of those things that we think that he is. So you have to really take these men for actually what they say and for what they do and not get caught up in this fairy tale in your head. So like I said, if he is one of the things or all of the things or some of the things, just run, girl. That's all the advice I have. Yes, he is a fuck boy. Fuck boy. I am cracking up. Hashtag run girl. <laughs> what? Tyra just preached on this Sunday morning. Like y'all were ready. Anybody else got some some fuckboy signs? Ooh, I went through them all. So. Right. Girl, yeah, you literally did. I was like, damn, she ain't missed one yet. <laughs> nah, you, know. you did. You did good, girl. Okay, I'm just. That's the thing with it. That was. <laughs> Hang with it. <laughs> so, um, if you have some fuckboy stories, you know, get oh, at yes, me. Please, please, please send yes. us a dear sister friend letter. <laughs> if you think that you kind of dealing with a fuckboy, send us please, a dear sister please. friend letter because we want to help you out. Because you know, we've all dealt with fuckboys. Even yes. our married sister friends uh, no. have dealt with <laughs> fuckboys. So, you know, they can still relate. They still know. And mm-hmm. they're still, you know, in that age where fuckboys are pretty relevant in their 20s. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, <laughs> 20s, 30s, yeah. 40s. Shit, maybe 40s and 50s. 40s. So, yeah, just hit us up and let us know what you think about fuckboys. 30-year-old fuckboys. I know, you too, damn, you too damn old Ooh. to be a damn fuckboy. The, the hell? The real question is, a fuckboy always a fuckboy? Or can a fuckboy ever not be a fuckboy? Ooh. <laughs> I can't say that they'll always be I, one. I, I, it's almost like a cute dog know, to an Omega man, maybe. Like it takes him a minute. Are you trying to lie? Oh, no, that really wasn't. I, really I had the same damn analogy. <laughs> and he was in his 30s, too. Oh, Look at my old situation. Oh, Tyra was ready to throw them hands. She was ready. Nigga, you coming? Triggered. Triggered. <laughs> no, no, Brittany has been messing with me all day. Um, I think, you know, I really hope not. I feel like, you know, some of us, especially being young, go through our phase where we kind of like mingle a lot, you know, and I'm just using mingly, mingling, you know, it's a very polite word, but you know, women, men, you know, we may mingle, we may dabble, you know, it's kind of the culture when you're in your 20s. So, you know, some people may have been fuckboys and maybe they will grow out of it, you know, and get their lives together and become mature. But there probably are some fuckboys who will always have fuckboy tendencies. Like, always. Literally, always. All the fuckboys I've ever dealt with are still fuckboys today. You know what? Now that you, now that I think about it, (laughs) yeah, that's probably. And why are those are the like? Why are those the ones that we want? Like, I really don't get it. Like, what makes them so attractive? Like, uh, because (laughs) (laughs) you're right. I I said it away from the mic so I wouldn't get in trouble. (laughs) I say shit. Dick two bomb. Dick two bomb. Okay. They ain't lying. That's why. And they look good. And a lot of people have been telling them that they look good. Right. So their ego is all the way up here. And they got that gift of gab because they've been being a fuckboy oh, yeah. for so long. We'll they know again. what to say. They know what not to say. Like, yeah. So that's all I got. That was it. Short and sweet. No, that was good. Stay away from the no, fuckboys. Stay away. Whew. 
Well, thanks, Tyra. This this is exhausting. This was therapeutic for me. I just want to say, yes, yes. You you let that out. Yeah, I did. Mm. Yeah, you did, sister. (laughs) Okay, we on the road. So (laughs) (laughs) next, who we got? You don't know. We have. <laughs> you know, we gotta stop Beauty saying that shit. Oh my God! Just show. That pisses Brittany off so bad. <laughs> okay, so hopefully my beauty prescription kind of lights up the mood for everybody. Okay, so you know I'm in my twenties. I think yeah, everybody here are still in their twenties. Yes, I'm the oldest. I'm the oldest. Brittany. You what? I'm oh, older yes, than this. Yeah, the I'm the oldest. We're in our 20s, <laughs> mid-20s. <laughs> I did. I mean, I'm 30. Hey, 30 is a new 20. Hey. Okay, so anyways, I think, well, for me, I struggle with kind of, you know, knowing different beauty routines or different things that, um, like when it comes to makeup and trying new things, so... Mm. One thing that I want to mention or address today is some beauty lessons that you should learn while you're in your 20s. So one, um, you don't ever, uh, you don't need every new product that comes out. So I know I'm real bad at that. Like if I mm-hmm. see something new um, that I haven't seen before, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna try that. Or if I'm watching like a YouTube video and they're, you know, going over a product they use, I'm like, oh, I want to try that. But knowing, you know, I got all this stuff that I haven't even used before. So <laughs> you don't need every new product that comes out. Um, don't make uh, your skincare regimen harder than what it needs to be. Find mm-hmm. something that works for you and just stick to it. Um, three, challenging. I'm sorry. That's why I waited until she three, so just report. Re- re- okay, three. so three. Um, Challenging makeup routines always gets easier with practice. So, so when I first started doing my eyebrows, y'all, I mean, it was a struggle. But now I feel like I've gotten better. And it's like, I mean, everything you do, I mean, it takes practice. So whether it's, I mean, it doesn't even have to relate to makeup. You know, if you're want to work out or if you're, I don't know, shit, want to do something and you don't have experience doing, <laughs> I mean, once you practice it, I mean, you'll shit, become better. <laughs> I mean, anything, whatever it could be. Um, and remember, four, remember that expensive brand name items doesn't always equal high quality products. Ain't that right? So just because it costs, you know, I don't know, like $40. Few, yeah, $40, $30 for makeup, or I know, I mean, I'm good at buying a lot of hair products that are expensive. I mean, I don't buy them because they're only expensive, but I think, well, it's something that I would use, but they end up being expensive as hell and they end up not working. And I'm like, just stuck with it. So just keep that in mind. And five, just remember that your inner beauty will always be a beat face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like yeah. 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 But just remember that. I mean, you can't, <laughs> you can't, you know, put makeup on and still think that that's gonna like, I don't know, out, you know, beat your nasty attitude that you might have. So just keep that in mind that your beauty comes from the inside out and not the outside in. And six, quality over quantity. Um, I think that kind of goes back to number four, um, you know, not spending a lot of money on expensive, or spending a lot of money on something that you think might be, you know, quality. So there's a lot of cheap things that you can buy. Um, 
and have more quality um, than you actually have of whatever it, it could be. Number seven, become friends with natural ingredients, both inside and out. Eight, find your signature scent. For me, <laughs> I know that's kind of a struggle for me, especially when it comes to like perfume and stuff. Like I'm a big perfume, like lotion. I like mm-hmm. to smell good, you know, and all that extra stuff. Yes, and I waste a lot of nice. money on, you know, doing that. But I feel like once I, I found that signature thing that I like to use that I know how much it's going to be every time I buy it. Nine, start and stick to a regimen, um, whatever it may be. You know, if it's like a skincare regimen or just how you, I don't know, get dressed in the morning, whatever it is, find it and stick to it. Ten, remove your makeup at night. Um, I mean, I have to be honest. I mean, I'm kind of, I, I haven't, I've slept in makeup a few times. I've slept in makeup a few times. Um, so just remember to remove your makeup at night. I mean, sometimes it might be hard, um, but if you don't do it, I mean, it could possibly, you know, clog up don't your pores, break get breakouts. And it's kind of crazy because now that I think about it, when I do get breakouts, it's because you know I probably slept in some makeup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the last one, just make sure that you exfoliate your skin at least one to two times a week. Get that scrub going. Mm. Yeah. So just keep those things in mind as you're going through your 20s. Um, and I mean, I'm only 24 and I'll be 25 this year. And I know yeah, there's a lot of things. When's your birthday? September. September you Virgo. Se- September 17, Thank y'all. So. How old are you, Bria? Yeah. 23. Oh, oh yeah. you're the baby. Shut up. Young, young you're 23. You're the baby. And you know why we forget how old they are? Sometimes they be looking older than us, and that's the problem. They always look older than me. And I I'm mean, when they were not, when you, you know, Brie be putting her beat face on and have her highlight on. I be like, what? Well, you hair be laid. The little melanin be popping. I'm 23. They're like, oh, they think they can walk all over you, so they don't need to know my age at work. I got to show out. Sorry, Jen. No, it's okay. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I know that, you know, all these things are things that I've learned up to this point, but I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot more other stuff that um, I learn. Um, and just keep in mind, I mean, it's when it comes to, like, beauty regimen and hair care things, like, it's always a trial and error. So if it doesn't work the first time, maybe, you know, you just need to find something that works for you. Nice. Mm, y'all spitting them gems today. Gems. <laughs> <laughs> well, drops mic. Drops mic. Well, thanks for those tips, Jen. Now we're gonna head over to uh, Natural Sisters today. You, yeah, you failed. It definitely <laughs> is not failed. Natural Sisters. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 you should have just stopped before every time. Just shut your mouth. I keep calling you Natural Sisters. I did it like three times today. <laughs> I don't know if it's because of my hair today. Or yes, I keep looking at your damn hair. Sorry, Brittany got this popping ass colors. Thanks, Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Don't be don't be gassing me. All right, so uh, so today with the Healthy Sister segment, I am going to go into. Uh, 10 healthy snack ideas Ooh, yes. Uh, so yes snacking is something that we all do obviously but it's always hard to figure out what's you know what's a healthy snack to eat or you know something that's easy and quick and so I, I know that's something that you know a lot of us struggle with so I'm just gonna give you a 10 a 10 very simple and basic snack ideas uh, and I actually am going to write a blog about this with the specifics of everything like the ingredients uh, so yeah so be on the lookout for that as well 
So yes, the first one I was gonna say is called a jamma yogurt. So basically, uh, I know (laughs) it does look good. So you get you know whatever kind of jam you like, you know, grape, strawberry, peach, whatever, and then you just mix it with a plain Greek yogurt. It's so simple. I mean, I think that's a super easy one to to do. Another one is hummus deviled eggs. (laughs) Oh. Yes, so hummus deviled eggs. Uh, so basically, of course, hummus uh, and putting that in the little opening, you know, where, you know, normally the, the yolk is and all of that good mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah, so you discard the yolk and use hummus instead. So I think that's pretty interesting. I was that's like, whoa, I said that might actually be a, yeah. Oh, look, Aisha, she going to try it, y'all. She going to yeah, let us know I'm how to, I can already tell she going to try it. <laughs> Okay, and then the third one is just regular like mozzarella cheese sticks. Of course, yes. I think most people know yeah. that that's a pretty good one, but it's Ooh, super simple. Yeah, see, yeah, all of it. I know it. <laughs> you and these nuts. Got I know. <laughs> Got you in trouble last. <laughs> but yeah, it's just regular oh, mozzarella cheese sticks. You know that. You know the. You know the little kitties usually eat them too, but they're good for adults too. Go ahead and get them too. Uh, another one is. Uh, the protein, it's a protein trail mix. So any kind of trail mix, in my opinion, is pretty good. You know, obviously be a little weary of, you know, nuts because too many of those, those are the healthy fats. But if you have mm-hmm. too many of them, you know, you can you can gain that, they gain that weight real quick. So just be mindful of it. But, you know, protein trail mix, you know, any kind of popcorns, any kind of seeds, uh, anything like that. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you could use pretty much any kind of nuts, almonds, peanuts, um, I don't know. Well, I think those are like the common ones. I guess you could put like pecans and walnuts, but those aren't my favorite. But you know, you like what you like with the nuts. I'm real picky with nuts, so I really only like almonds. Yeah, yeah, picky with the nuts. (laughs) (laughs) I only like cashews, peanuts, and like almonds. That's like it. So yeah, so uh, keep that in mind too. Any kind of trail mix is good. And then another one that I really like, I don't know if a lot of people really eat these, but uh, crisp, like pumpkin seeds mm. I think those are so good Like one of my friends I used to work with Put me on pumpkin seeds And I was like Dang I've been missing out They're really good <laughs> So that's another one Super easy And you can get those At Fresh Time If anybody's You know yes. knows What Fresh Time is They yes. they got all them little, All that stuff You can get in bulk mm-hmm. Super cheap It's like the candy store Yes like Oh my gosh nuts and granola. It's the bomb I love it oh. So if you've never been To Fresh Time You need to go <laughs> I know Look Aisha ass Okay, and then another one is uh, celery with cream cheese. That's another one. It's super simple. Uh, yeah, reduce fat cream cheese. Yeah, well, we'll do we'll reduce fat. You know, any yeah. low fat reduce. You I, dairy products are fine, but just try to get the fat freeze or the reduced fat. So yeah, yes, I, I definitely would want to try this. I, I guess I never really thought about celery and cream cheese together. Yeah, I mean, peanut, peanut butter, butter maybe, but yeah, yeah that's pretty cool. Uh, peanut butter is still good too. You could do it, you know, do the little celery and peanut butter as Low well. Low sugar. Low, yes, natural peanut butter, y'all. You know, you know, Aisha about to get on everybody, get on everybody head. Uh, the another one is uh, peanut butter and apples, of course. So that's another good snack. But of course, natural peanut butter, as Aisha was saying, or sunflower butter. I've been eating that all week. It only has like two or three grams of sugar, and it doesn't. Does it have taste like, like peanut butter? Oil. Yes, it tastes just oh, like wow. peanut butter, and it doesn't have like that oil. What's it called? Sunflower butter. Sunflower butter. It's like so try that. Try that. Like, ooh. But, but it probably lasts but it a while, lasts don't it? While. Okay. I've made salad dressing with it, it too. Nice. Okay. Okay. Another one is called, this one is actually pretty cool. Probably, you know, for my, for my sweet lovers, it's called a chocolate chip delight. 
So oh. basically, it's Greek yogurt, vanilla Greek yogurt with semi-sweet chocolate chips. Yeah. yeah. So y'all might need to try that one out. It'll be super simple. You can still have your little sweet tooth and you get that all together. Another one is Parmesan fries, y'all, for my potato lovers out here. Yeah, so basically, this is this is kind of like a, a long description, a description, but pretty much with um, with the Parmesan fries, you basically, you know, the panko breadcrumbs and all that. So basically, that's what you would coat. You would coat it with, um, and then of course Parmesan cheese. So you um, you coat it with like the the flour, your egg whites, the panko mixture, and all of that. Uh, and then you just uh, put it in the baking, I mean, in the oven, and you bake it. So oh my gosh, so good. I've actually made some. They were, they were actually like garlic parmesan fries. They were so good. Jennifer. Oh. No, see. They don't know how to act with their phones. We're going to have to start putting episode. them up. <laughs> so, and then um, the last one is a banana milkshake. So, yeah, so I feel like I do personally feel like just about any kind of smoothie or milkshake is pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, of course, it depends on what all you try to put in it. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, those are usually pretty good, you know, substitutes for, like, meals and definitely good snacks. But, yeah, this uh, banana milkshake um, just basically is with, with almond milk uh, and vanilla extract and, of course, a, you know, a ripe banana. So, yeah, those are, those are the ones that I do have for today. Do any of you all have, like, any, like, really good, like, healthy snacks that you know? If anybody, I'm sure Aisha do, because, you know, she swear. But <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I don't know if any of y'all, like, have something that y'all eat every day that y'all might want to share. No, y'all don't have none that y'all eat that y'all might. I mean, oh, I love you, Aisha. Stop acting like that. <laughs> Yeah, Aisha got all the weird. I, but she like, do. She always has all the. I mean, like, what you know, the hell all are you the food eating? that you see, like people like, post on eating? Instagram, right? And and this is what she got. I'll be like, what she are you eating? And I don't know what it is. Right. I just remember, like, when did you become this person? Because I remember you making chicken, <laughs> right? Yes, I haven't fried chicken since fall ten. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. Pinterest is the goat, though. No, I love Pinterest. That's my Daily best friend. Oh yeah, Pinterest is my best friend. Love it. Thanks, uh, thanks, Brittany. If y'all have any healthy snack ideas, definitely send them to us. We're always looking for them, um, especially so we can feature on the blog. Brittany's gonna put some of these recipes on the blog. Maybe it could be like a two part since there's a lot of them. Yes. Um, so great ideas. Now we're gonna move into the Wusa segment. Um, so go ahead and center your minds and your energy, and let's get ready for it. Okay, so today um, I know that spring has sprung, as Jenny told us a couple of episodes ago. Um, so today I wanted to talk about spring cleaning your life. Um, nice. Especially with some of it kind of ties into some of the last segments that I've had. So I want to give some easy, simple, three-step ways of how you can spring clean your life. Uh, first, you can redo your routines. So if you have a morning routine, right, sounds familiar, have a nighttime routine or even a workout routine or workout regimen, take some time to freshen that thing up. Or if you don't have one, you know, create one, figure out some things that you could do and start off small. Maybe just do one or two things uh, in the morning or at night to just get you in the habit 
of doing it uh, because, you know, after a couple of weeks, that habit will will set in and it'll become the usual for you, especially with your workout. If you've been doing the same classes for a while, go to a new one. Maybe if you've been doing Zumba, go to kickboxing or, or something like that. Just find something new to do. And then reconnect or find something you love. So if you have a passion that you've been feeding into, revisit that and maybe you haven't spent time with it for a while, revisit it and and remember why you have that passion or that love for it. If you have friends or family you haven't talked to for a while, take some time to reach back and reconnect with them. Um, Or even places that you love to go that you haven't been, take some time and visit. So that's one way that you can reconnect with something or someone that you love. And then lastly, cleanse your space energy. So my house is currently a mess. I've been trying to get it together for weeks. And sometimes you just really have to set aside those days, whether it's Saturday afternoon, Sunday afternoon, or maybe you do one thing every night when you come home from work. Just really take time to try to organize your house because the more disorganization you live in, the more hectic your life will be and stressed you will be. Uh, Same goes for like your office desk. If you have an office desk, is it a mess? If you can garage your stuff recently, get some things in order and, and, and really try to clean that up. Also, with the actual air in your house, take time to dust. Mm-hmm. When's the last time you dust? Change your air filters to get ready for, you know, the summer, the summer heat. Uh, your ceiling fans, those have to be dusted. Um. That is so, no, I'm sorry. I did not mean to cut you but that is so funny you said that because we have a ceiling fan in our bedroom. And Sharif looked up at it, like, last week, and he was like, Damn it, he said, I got to clean that damn dust <laughs> the, off of that ceiling fan. And it's so high, y'all, because we have yes. a vaulted ceiling. Yes. And it's just like, I don't know how the hell you're going to get up there, but you yes. figure it out. But the yes, same. you do have to. I have vaulted ceilings, yes. and I'm like, you got to yeah. dust them. That's how it is in our living room. It's like, every time I turn it on, I'm like, I'm just blowing that damn <laughs> dust everywhere up in here. That like, is hilarious. That's probably why BJ be sneezing and shit. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Oh my god. Oh god. That is too hilarious. <laughs> little dog ain't gonna make it. <laughs> so take some time. Get that ladder out. <laughs> just to figure it out. Fans off. It looks disgusting. And then of course Tyra talked about this before, but Palo Santo and different things like that. Open those windows up. Mm-hmm. Get that get that stuff burning and just cleanse all that energy and, and release all that, that that negative energy that might be living in your spaces so those are just a few ways that you can spring clean your life so i hope you enjoy those and can partake in some of those now what's next <laughs> Brittany about she to go off on dear sister friend uh, i know i was about to go off on her again <laughs> no she annoying <laughs> Sorry. well first she announcements to kind of reiterate what we talked about earlier in the episode if you do want to support a black owned and woman owned business we the strength of she will be having a sister friend sip this weekend uh saturday may 6th in indianapolis indiana it's from 11 a.m to 1 p.m this time um just to catch catch people at a different time but it's going to be so much fun like last time was a lot of fun we connected with a lot of different women all different age groups different 
situations and, and just we're gonna come together and have some good conversations, some dope conversations, have some drinks, have some food. So definitely join us. Tickets will not be sold at the door. I say it again, tickets will not be sold at the door. So if you want your ticket, uh, definitely get it between today and tomorrow, just so that we can plan appropriately and have enough drinks and food for everybody. Uh, tickets are only $20. You can find it on Eventbrite under Sister Friend Sip and Power or at thestrengthofshe.com backslash events. So we hope to see you there. And now we're gonna have Jen wrap us up with Cheeseperation. <laughs> Okay, so on this week's Cheeseperation, um, I want to let you all know that if something comes, let it go, and if it goes, let it. Um, some people um, in situations are only in your life for a season. Um, so allow yourself to learn whatever the lesson is to be learned, and whenever or when it's time to let those people or situations go, hold the door open for them. Mm. Walk it on out. Yes. Girl. Yes. Open, <laughs> yes. Yes. Open the door and keep get the moving. He's talking about like the boyfriend because he left you and then if he tries to come back, let him leave again because right. no one else wanted him. You know what? No. I was like, yeah. You're, <laughs> you're annoying. Girl, if it come back, don't let it. Don't. Please don't let don't. it. Well, thank you for sticking with us this week and joining us for uh, Shenanigans once again. We'll be back next week, same day, same time. Bye.